Tell me that story, Harry. Remembering love and loss in hospice. Harry was asleep most times I visited him at Parkridge. His roommate, Ed, would greet me at the door, his hands deftly working the wheels on his chair. He's sleeping, he'd report, then turn and head toward the nurse's station. I'd hear him yelling, I'm hungry! Is anyone going to get me some dinner? Harry looked up, grinning. He's always like that. Grumpy guy. So unlike Ed, Harry greeted his guests with a smile and a handshake every time. Old school. What you got there, Reuben? Harry noticed the two bags I set on his windowsill. The big bag had the roasted turkey, mashed potatoes, and peas. The smaller brown bag with handles seemed to interest him the most. I brought it closer to him. Smells real good, Harry said, pushing himself up with the palms of his hands. I fluffed his pillow just when Darlene, the nurse's aide, brought his dinner tray. Looks like someone beat me to it, Harry, she teased. Reuben roasted a turkey. Brought me a pumpkin pie, too. By this point, I was beaming. Harry liked my turkey, but he loved the pie, which I didn't have the heart to tell him was store-bought. And he was satisfied only after I set a second helping on his bedside table. I'll have a little treat for myself when I watch my shows tonight. After wiping a tiny bit of crust from Harry's lower lip, I held the straw to his mouth. He sipped every last drop from that milk carton. Harry's always talkative after dinner. I had about a 20-minute window to either give him an update on my life with my grandkids or to hear the story of his cross-country road trip from Ypsilanti, Michigan, all the way west to Santa Monica, California, on his 67 Yamaha Trailmaster. Barb, hanging on for dear life, was his trusty travel companion up until San Bernardino, where she left him and his bike and hitched a ride to the Greyhound bus station. Harry said the bike just came out. And so did Barb. Thank you.